episode of the Master of One podcast, part two for this week. This week we kick off our Comic-Con month with a discussion about the convention floor and what we're excited about this year. I'm Andrew, your Master of Art and Design. I'm Patrick, Master of Television and Film. And I'm Luke, your Master of Toys and Games. So cosplay as your favorite Doctor Who character, and let's stand in line for that exclusive. Do people still watch that show? listener to the show, you know that Friday episodes are usually the episode where we have a guest and an interview, um, but we actually had a bit of a snag with our scheduling this week, and uh, really just had to call an audible. So, because of that, we have a little bit of a different show for you. We're going to do an around the table. We're going to talk about like what has happened over the rest of this week, and then we're going to jump into our Blab discussion with some of the people from our Slack community. So, uh, we're going to have a good time with it. So, anyway, without further ado... Luke, what's happened the rest of your week? Um, the rest of my week has really just been getting projects done. Um, I've been editing some photos and some uh, doing some other photo shoots of some food, some product stuff that we're doing for a company. Um, fun, fun stuff. I got. Um, oh, I got something in the mail. Hold on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> to to we'll be fair, he, he didn't know he needed to be ready. So, like, what are you going to do? No, nothing. Nothing, man. You're just doing it. That was seamless. What shape yeah. is that? Oh. <gasps> you got the – you got it? Yeah. I got I got the – so, if you're not watching live – I got the Clark Orr uh, Ecto One that he put out, and yeah, the ectoplasm. I love that. Yeah, they came in the mail uh, the other day, and they are just free. Yeah, I think Rye Bread also picked those up. Rye Bread's in our uh, Slack community, and uh, Rye Bread being Ryan Davis Creative, but he uh, he picked uh, one of those prints up too recently, didn't he? Yeah. Are they screen prints or are they jaclays? Jaclays. Okay. Because I looked and the, the pricing was fairly decent for oh, what yeah. for what they are. Their, their artwork is awesome and it's it's really really cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so that's all that you got this week. That's really it, man. Just work, 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 and uh, trying to get ready for Comic Con. I am uh, slowly realizing how much money I don't have. So that's the thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> Patrick. What about your week? Yeah, so um, honestly, so we've talked about Inforama. We've talked about Inforama and Mondo. And uh, so we said on the show, or I said on the show uh, after we did the recap, that there was a print by Matt Taylor that I didn't get that I wanted to get. And it was the bullet, um, the chase. And they have a regular and a variant. The regular's orange variant is like this. 
it's a green color. I don't know what shade of green, but it's a green color. There's a better word for it. I'm not an, you know, an artist or artistic. And uh, it looks killer. So they actually did the uh, drop today of the prints. And man, it was so hard to not like pick up those prints. Um, but I let them go. I kept telling myself that I can just, I'll just make Andrew go back to the gallery and grab one for me. And then I got on the show tonight and Andrew said, oh no, they saw them all out. You can't get them now. So yeah, I'll just now have to, um, I guess Andrew's understanding, your understanding is that like once they sell it online, like they save some for online, right. but then once they start selling them online, they just sell through them. So yeah, I'm gonna except to- for a couple that they keep just in case during the shipping, there's an issue with shipping. And I mean, all the time tubes get bent and things get torn or bent or whatever, or just go flat go missing. And so um, they keep a contingency and that's usually what they end up using at uh, for like flat file sales and things like that. Once, like, all of the shipping and everything is kind of smoothed out and is clear. So I was thinking, so a lot of these artists, if you have an artist that you follow and you have a print you miss out on, a lot of times what they do is they, part of their payment is they give them APs. So they'll say, like, we're going to release this print, we're going to release 300 of them, but then we're going to give you 50 APs. And, like, you don't have to pay to print them. Like, that's part of your payment is that you get a stack of APs that you get to turn around and sell. So if you have a print like that you see that you like and you miss the chance to get it, like I think um, I'd mentioned Ryan Davis earlier, I think he actually missed a print that he wanted. And I told him just like get in touch with the artist because it's very likely that he'll have APs coming out. Um, so I was thinking, well, I'll just I'll get in touch with Matt Taylor, see if he has an AP. And then I remembered Matt Taylor lives on the other side of the ocean and that's going <laughs> to be expensive to ship to me. So You'll pay as much for shipping as you do for the print. I know, so I think I just missed it, which is really, I told myself I should get at the show, and I didn't, and then I told myself I should buy it when they release it, and then I didn't, and now I'm realizing that I think I really just missed the opportunity, so... um, You know, it happens. It's it's what happens. Um, Let me say this, I also, the Blank Show is opening up in, uh, today's the 8th, Um, you listen to the episode, the Blank Show starts tomorrow the 9th, Uh, it's Clutter Gallery. Look through some of the pieces on there, and the pieces are stupid, incredible. Oh my gosh! Like, if I if there's a list of like the who's who in the toy industry, they've all produced a piece for that show. So just Google like um, Clutter Gallery Blank Show, Google Huck G Blank Show, whatever you need to do, find a link to it. Gosh, those pieces are awesome. So that's what I'm going to be looking forward to this weekend. So uh, Andrew, go ahead yeah. and uh, wrap up this table. Okay, so not a ton has happened since last we spoke, but um, a couple things. One, I did get a package in the mail, and uh, it's from one of the people who's actually listening in right now, uh, Mr. Nate Bear. He's part of the uh, community, but um, it's a really, really cool. Um, it's it's a really cool package that was some stickers and some. There was a pin in there and a couple like little. I felt like they were like, and maybe you can speak to this since you're here listening, Nate. A couple of like little hand pressed stickers too, um, that are like um, they're like Ninja Turtles and but they look like they were hand pressed. So maybe let me know exactly how you did those here in the in the chat line so that we can tell all the people listening. But uh, anyway, Nate Bear has a, a very very cool um, eclectic kind of fun nostalgic kind of style um and it has like this it's very fun um i don't even know how to best describe it other than you look at it and you're just 
it just makes you happy. So, like, one of the things that I got is uh, a pin. It's called the Super Game Bro 3 um, enamel pin. And it's, like, essentially looks like a little Game Boy. Um, and he's smiling real big. And he's got, like, the Mario hat with, like, the Tanuki ears on it. And then the Tanuki tail. And he's got hands. And he looks like he's flying. And it comes on a little card backer that looks like the original, like, Game, uh, like the Game Boy um, cartridge. And it's just, it's just for this, you know, Mario fanboy, grew up with Mario, it's kind of the perfect thing. I mean, I got a bunch of stickers from him too, so check out his website. His website is natebearart.com, and uh, the store is just slash store. It's really, really cool. Check out his stuff. He's a cool guy. Um, But then on top of that, I started another show, Uh, plan on doing a full kind of run down on this show when I have the next time I have TV and film. But uh, since we're talking now, I'm like one episode into uh, uh, Mr. Robot. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Which yeah. is an, an Amazon Prime show. And uh, so I'm not really going to go into it right now other than to say, holy cow. So um, it's got it's got uh, it's the only TV show, as far as I understand it, that every not just the show itself has a Rotten Tomatoes score of 100 percent. But every episode in the season has 100 percent too. Yeah, it, critics. Yeah. Um, Jonathan, so like, that we've talked on the show, Jonathan Cottrell of Developer T Fame, he's been preaching that to me for a couple months now about how great that show is. Yeah, I just I just finished that season, uh, the first season, a couple weeks ago. It is fantastic. It's it's intense. It's like the first episode reminded me a lot of the same kind of feelings. It was to me, it felt like a combination between House of Cards and Dexter. So uh, if you've seen those shows... As long as the shows, ending is better than um, Dexter's ending, kind of... that's fine. <laughs> well, we can do a whole episode dedicated to our feelings Dexter's about the last ending, episode yeah. of Dexter. But, um, but uh, that's the kind of tone that the show set. So anyway, um, that was the rest of my week. And uh, man, I'm just getting excited for the, some of the movies that are coming up in the next couple weeks. Because there's going to be a heck of a lot of movies coming out soon. So, and of course, Comic Con. So, um, so that's it for our round the table. Up next, we're going to open up the floor to our guests. So, this episode is a little bit different. Like we said, we are going to open up the floor to some of the people who are listening in live while we record this. Now, um, if you've not joined us on one of our Blab sessions, we've done it a couple of times, um, just trying to work out the kinks and figure out exactly how we want to use this platform. But Blab is essentially a platform that allows you to capture video and audio of uh, live experiences, live interviews. And so, right now, um, what we have is the three of us um, from all over the country, and our videos are showing and we're talking to each other and then there's a stream of people who are listening in um, and they're able to comment and be part of the thread but then they, we can also have people join us in the hot seat to just chat with us and they become part of the uh um, the experience. So um, we mentioned earlier they're part of our Slack community. Slack community is um, a another platform that we use for for developing our um, our community more. So it's like a, a constant. How would you describe it, Patrick? Is it like a? It's not an IM, but it is. It's like an instant messaging, but it's also a forum based. Like it's how do you how would you describe what Slack is? 
Yeah, I have no idea, but it is messaging people. I mean, ultimately, so it it just it allows a, an easy way of not only messaging people or messaging groups of people because you have channels you jump in, but also sharing media, sharing videos, images, things like that. It yeah. it, it just handles so easily and seamlessly. Um, so exactly what to compare it to, I'm not sure. But as far as a tool for communicating people in real time, in sharing media, it's great. It's like Huli Chat. Yeah, it's like I like what I'm reading. Kiss said yeah, I'm reading. Kiss said sophisticated. I am, like, which is <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like Huli Chat. Yeah, no, he's saying that he was okay. saying I'm sophisticated. He's just dyslexic. <laughs> he was just declaring to the world, I'm sophisticated. Um, okay, so that's so we have that channel. So everybody, um, go, everybody can join us in in that Slack channel. It's uh, mofonepodcast.com slash Slack, and then. Uh, for doing that, you get kind of heads up on things. You get to be part of the conversation every single day. Um, but for now, some of the people who are part of that community are listening in. And so somebody join us now, on the line. This would have been seamless had someone joined us on the line. <laughs> yep. Hey! It'll still be seamless because oh Luke's going to edit it. <laughs> now, now it's too... Okay, oh, so I saw no. Carlos first. So Carlos is first. <laughs> And then uh, Nate Bear. All right. Hey, you guys. have a scrim behind you. There's a scrim hey, and a Carlos. microphone. Yeah, I'll tell you guys that about later. Or about that later. Yeah. <laughs> this is too professional. <laughs> now wow, we look like all the amateurs because cow. you have like a whole setup. I'll tell you about that <laughs> later. <laughs> I know. All right. So, okay. So, Carlos, tell us who I you am are. Carlos and, Gomez. Um, uh, and, uh, what you do. I love your podcast. That's all I do. That's <laughs> it. Oh. <laughs> wow. That's, that's, that's not even all we do. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I live in uh, Northern California. Uh, I work for some companies down in Silicon Valley, but I'm trying to do my own uh, online comic strip. I do cartoons, I do all that stuff. That's right. Yeah, you have you have several projects going on. Cool. Actually, I think That's I looked awesome. through all your stuff one day, and there's like seems like you're one of the guys that has like a lot of irons in the fire type thing. Something's gonna hit one day. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Living the dream, right? So, um, so we're we're in Comic Con month, right? So Luke and I are going to be going to Comic Con, representing Master of One podcast, um, and hopefully have some really cool stuff planned to to tell you guys about here in the coming weeks. But um, what's your experience with with either Comic Con or convention? I've been you know, to being a, quite a few. Like, like back in the day, uh, we were talking about this before you guys went on live. Uh, but we were talking about my being a flash guy way back in the day. So I used to go to conventions for flash and stuff like that. Um, and now that that's pretty much dead. Um, yeah, I don't think, I don't think they have those anymore. So. <laughs> um, I'm starting to go to more uh, like illustrator, um, I guess, conventions and anything that Adobe has going on. And even SIGGRAPH, which is uh, like a 3D animation um, convention. Yeah. So then what do you, so, okay. So when you're walking to that space, like, I don't know if you tend to go by yourself or if you have like certain people you go with, but like, what is your approach for making connections and like getting information? Like when you walk into a convention, like, like, or a conference, whatever, like, yeah. What's your, what's your approach for the weekend? 
I like to go uh, by myself because I, I do get very comfortable with the people that I go with. And then you end up hanging out in these little pockets and you don't network as much. I like networking. I like making friends. I like being yeah. able to oh, go yeah. to different parts of the country and eventually hanging out with those people. Um, but it's it's really important to get to see and meet other people to see how they're using whether it's technology or if uh, if they're into different comic books to see what comic books they're into because I don't care how smart you are how much time you have in your hands you're not going to know everything about everything completely well and right. I I think so. that's a good thing Andrew that's something that yeah. you preach too about that you don't know what you don't know and so. Yeah, it's definitely one of those things where um, you talk about kind of separating yourself from from a group going alone because it kind of forces you into those conversations. Um, so much of this podcast has been and, and what's um, made us even have a slight degree of success in terms of the, amount, the, the kinds of guests and the caliber of guests we've been able to get on is literally just us putting ourselves into situations where we have to uh, communicate with people, you know? Uh, like for instance, when I went to the Mondo show by myself a couple months ago, um, you know, putting myself there, I had to go and talk to, you know, Richard Linklater and, um, Johnny who I'm blanking on his last name right now. Um, and what Patrick, I said naturally. Yeah. It's it's just what I do. (laughs) And, uh, and Eller Coltrane, you know, these guys, like if I don't do it, then the podcast, like everybody is going to miss out on stories about that because I just, you know, I didn't want to do it. So um, you've got to put yourself in those positions. All right. So tell me this then. Um, you've got a lot of irons in the fire. As Patrick said, you, you've, you've done some comic book stuff. You're kind of trying to work on your own comic strip stuff. What's with the mic and what's with the, what's with the seamless behind you? Uh, I, I never know how, how touchy people are about this, but um, I have my own podcast yeah it's called sketch zone awesome. yeah. if you go to sketch zone we're actually going to be recording here in about an hour and 15 minutes but um nice and we're going to be the guest you're going to hear first folks i get timid about this because i wanted to reach out to you guys and do like a sharks versus jets type of thing <laughs> yeah well as long as we get to so be you're jets when you're a jet you're a jet all last the way day. That's what I hear. <laughs> yeah, that's right, man. We got a whole. Patrick has no idea what's happening right now, but he loves it, and he's going along for the ride. Just keep nodding. Yeah, I mean, we're mm-hmm. so so. You have a you have a podcast called Sketch Zone. Um, we, what is it? I mean, what do you do? A lot on? like you guys, um, where you guys focus on uh, Mondo and a lot of illustrators and stuff. We talk to um, illustrators. Uh, movie directors, a bunch of creative. If you're a creative person, um, we have we reach out to you and talk to you. But instead of instead of specifically talking about, awesome. um, you know, well, what tool do you use? Um, um, I like to go completely off topic and and see what they think about space aliens. And uh, you know, we've we've talked about space well, not we've naturally about cancer we've talked about depression we've talked about <laughs> all this really cool stuff um so it's, yeah so it's the human it's the human behind the yeah, creative so right, right. About, yeah 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's awesome. That's awesome. How how awesome Luke, did we say that's awesome? Um, oh my goodness. Once a week. Nice. Okay. So cool. I'm I'm think I'm looking at yeah. the website correctly, right? It's got a little yeah. like a pen, a pencil. Okay. So your current episode is with Federico. He was Bonafacini. last week's, unless I didn't make any changes yet, which is okay. horrible on my part. Daniel Thrawn. Yeah. <laughs> no, cool. Daniel Thrawn is our next episode. <laughs> gotcha. Oh, well, um, that's, I mean, that's pretty rare. You had Kolb on episode 50. Oh, is that like right? we did. How about that? Actually, that's awesome. I think, I think that's yeah. the reason yeah, why our I episode found you guys is because I was doing research on him and then I and I found you guys and I was like, yeah, holy crap, these guys are great. <laughs> you guys are talking about like it it was legitimately <laughs> like you know, when I have to travel down to to uh, Silicon Valley, it's usually about 2 to 3 hours trip. And so I just put you guys on and listen to you. And it's like, I have my, my car full of friends and we talk about movies. You guys have never heard me yeah, reply no. about yeah. movies, but all th- all four of us have talked about movies before. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. You, you know, it's funny. One thing that we hear from people uh, who have listened to the show first and then have been on it is we'll be talking to them sometimes. and They'll be like, Oh yeah, uh, I forget that you, like I, you guys can hear me. <laughs> like, like I can actually respond yeah. to questions and not yeah. be a weirdo. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thanks for popping in and and uh, man, check out. Tell everybody where they can check out your show and um and we'll for sure check it out. And yeah, yeah cool. maybe awesome. we could do something together. Uh, sometime, yeah, I'm Carlos Gomez. You can find me at Carlos. Wow, I went right into my. You know when you guys do your yeah. Wow, that was yeah. Yeah, podcast. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Andrew Selwyn, we know what that's yeah. like. Yep. Uh, I actually <laughs> lip sync every time you guys do your thing. And anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can find that's pretty much what at, uh, sketch.zone. Uh, and then my personal stuff is carlosrgomez.com. Rock and roll. Well, thanks for popping in. We're going to grab someone Definitely. else and thanks, uh, stay in touch and we'll, we'll do some stuff. Yep. See you, man. Rock and roll, Dude, man. Yeah, you. thanks. Well, that's exactly how easy it is right there when you're part of the Blab community and the, the Slack community. Listen, um, to Carlos just... is a professional. Let's just say that. So that's true. Like, that is I true. I underdressed. <laughs> well, he, yeah, he, well, he was, was a pro. There was this awkward moment where I was like, but... yeah. Next time, put a shirt on. Look at this. Look, look at Nate. Are you? Your dungeon side. I'm trying to. <laughs> okay, sweet. There we go. So we have so in the hot seat we've got Miss Nate Bear, who we were talking about earlier in the episode. Uh he has joined us via the internet. Um to just Yeah. So uh right. hey man, how's it going? Depriving myself of more sleep. <laughs> But yeah. that's perfect. So uh, what time is it where you are? Almost 11. Bad, but I just, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you're oh, Eastern time zone. Okay. Yeah. Listen, we talked a couple weeks ago, and Kevin's hilarious because Kevin, like, never stops. So we were we were having a record with uh, with Matt Taylor, Tong, and uh, Waylon all in the same episode. So Matt Taylor is somewhere on the other side of the ocean, and, and you know, we're all on this side. And so we our record time was like, like it was near two in the morning, I think, when we were recording, and 
tongue was working the whole time. like he was oh like he was typing and he was sketching and enjoying and like the dude does not stop it's crazy so sounds like, like the sleep that's what you artists do yeah that's not me i'm asleep at like 9 30 so <laughs> so anyway uh nate sorry, i had this weird so, moment. <laughs> nate but you you do real quick we talked about you a little bit but you do illustration primarily primarily yeah right now um that's what i'm trying to do i've been doing i've been doing some other like and branding <laughs> but uh primarily illustration right now yeah been going good dude awesome so we're talking about convention stuff right now and by the way i just realized we have like an awesome of lag yeah so i'm sorry luke because i know over you right now but it's incredible so just jump oh my god talk about like convention stuff conference stuff showing your work just take it so um i've done a bunch of small cons and uh, my first time doing New York Comic Con in the the seller's room area, and I just confirmed this past week that I'm going to be doing New York Comic Con this coming October. So nice. got gear for that. Nice. That, that last year was like my big thing, and uh, big this year. And I, I'm not sure, but if the maps are the same, I think my table is going to be in the block. The are so that'll be fun maybe but I don't know. <laughs> Ooh. and i'm I, who 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 represents the cool kids um like uh jason Simonston and Wing and i don't know kid robot and and all of, you know those are like all super of cool kids yeah it's like the toy collector screen print artist area anybody that you would have on the show like um tom, tom Wayne was there last year um so that Oh, that's our yeah, buddy. So I'll be in proximity, possibly. I so don't. we we have a question from uh, from a vendor point of view. What what are tips to setting up and um, stuff like that? Vertical. Get as many things as you can that go straight up in the air, so people far away, yeah. um, okay. and because nobody's going to walk by your table and bend over and look down, browsing by. So whoever is like high a level, CB whip. Yeah. So whatever. <laughs> and what sell? Put that eye level. Um, and anything you don't want to give away for free, don't put it on the table. <laughs> so how so how does that work from like from your perspective as an art, as far as being part of these conventions or uh, conferences or whatever? What's the value that you find in being part of them? Um, in, I, threefold, I would say. Um, one, you make money if you're. Uh, it took, it took, a, yep. took a few years doing that before I was like, oh, I think I'm maybe turning a profit every time. Um, nice. And then second is exposure. So like you're, you're technically paying to for the, the advertising. In the end, it's, you know, if you break even, sure. you've just gotten free advertising for thousands of people who walk by your booth and card or whatever. Um, so I've definitely gotten gigs out of these things. Yeah. Um, you know, where, where, you know, a lot of industry or whatever they'll they're going by and they're looking for new artists depending on what they're um and then the third is just community like when you do these things you you see all the other artists that you get semen and and you know it leads to other connections that you know just foster good 
stuff. Good feelings on it. It just feels good because when, yeah, yeah. when you know when I do the same conventions year after year, I'm like I know who I'm gonna see there, and sometimes you know people that I would normally call my friends that I never see in real life, I get to see them in real life for like five minutes a year. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's awesome. I mean, I think for from a from a a going a goer, a, what would be considered a conference goer, attendee, attendee. attendee? Yeah, that's a con artist um i uh i have always wondered how that whole process works you know i I know that you can you have to pay money to go there but then there's like i mean you you think it like i don't know what what new york comic con is like i know it's it's really big but um i know i think uh sdcc it's like hundred thousand people kind of come through there over the course of like the five days and um just having that kind of visual presence like if people see you and you're at this place it is providing you just a level of credibility you know what i mean yeah Uh, jim just said that in the chat oh that's awesome (laughs) jim uh jim is a solid man who has great ideas i've covered up the (laughs) chat line on the side so that i could focus on what you were saying it was a trick that patrick taught me last time we did this very true though you know it's funny so i'm I'm in the development world but if you want to set yourself apart, it, it's not really about creating amazing code. Certainly you want to create good code, but the people that set themselves apart are the people that, that um, do uh, like conventions that do uh, education that write articles. Like those are the people that are creating that type of content. They're the ones that really go out in front of the pack and they're the people the, that everyone else follows because just by way of being at the conventions, being at the conferences, producing articles, producing that type of stuff, you're kind of calling yourself a leader in the industry and other people will also view you that way. So I being there, there's something to be said, um, whether you're, whether you're actually there as a vendor or not, but, but just by way of being there that, um, put yourself out, uh, you know, that, that kind of like helps push you out front in, in the pack. So it's a good thing. It's a way good thing. I was trying to give you props, <laughs> and I ended up. I don't totally know what the lag it. situation is right now. So <laughs> I was trying to give him. I was trying to give Nate props because on on the Blab platform you can like clap for people and like do the do the hand wave for him. And in in so doing, I was rapidly tapping and ended up zooming in on my screen, and all I could see was <laughs> Nate's teeth and goatee. Like that was it. <laughs> I mean, it's finely groomed, sir. Way to go. Um, well, awesome. Tell everybody where they can, can find your, your work and, and uh, how they can support what you do because, man, it's, it's good stuff. And I know I'm fresh out the gate with it. All right. So my website is NateBearArt.com, which is bear like animal. Uh, Instagram, Bear Brains. Yeah, and if you're on Slack, and you can look at that. Um, and I will announce now that I have just started a Patreon. So it's patreon.com slash Nate Bear. Um, nice. Somebody can go sign up right now and be the first subscriber because I just kind of put it out there. But uh, why not do it? <laughs> you get something special for being a first subscriber? Yeah, that's awesome. Sure. Yeah, I will definitely do something. I'll like. That's awesome. So, uh, yeah, go check out his work. Super cool. Super cool stuff. Say that. What was the link one more time for the Lag Patreon? murdering us. Patreon.com slash Nate Bear. N-A-T-E-B-E-A-R. Yeah, that's fine. It adds to the character. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Who's hopping in the seat next? You're not. That's the thing. This is just totally. We are on 
we are off the rails at this point. It's just total fun, total chaos, but all Comic-Con, all goodness, lots of great people. Um, who's hopping in the seat? Come on. Doc, you are just teetering on there. Oh, there's a center gym happening right now. Wait for it. <laughs> oh, there is a face of a man. <laughs> Mr. Synergy signs Synergy himself. So for those of you who are listening um, and have been with us for a while and you know about our tokens, and for those of us who are for those of you who are watching, these are the actual physical tokens that we, you know, that we use to draw every week. They're very real, very tangible. This man right here, Synergy signs Synergy uh, is the one who made these for us, laser engraved them and did all sorts of stuff. So um, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Sinner Jim Dawson. How's it going, buddy? Do, do I have awesome leg, too? Uh, no, I think you're doing fine so far. Oh, that's crazy yeah. because my interest. <laughs> well, I'm going to take that back. <laughs> it instantly got super jumpy. So, Jim, you're not a so you're not a uh, a stranger. <laughs> <laughs> um, Luke, you literally had a thing that just Me? popped up that says poor internet signal. <laughs> <laughs> this is we are just we are just making it happen, everybody. My body is sweaty with anticipation. <laughs> um, Jim, so you are uh, not a stranger to the convention floor. In fact, uh, you just did something pretty cool, right? Yeah, yeah, we did the uh, set up the sign invitational at um, the ISA show earlier in Orlando. And had um, twenty amazing sign makers come and bring um, sculptures that they made. And um, by by all accounts that I've seen so far, um, we just had three magazine articles this month. Um, everybody said that it basically stole the show. So that's awesome. So for those of you who don't know, Jim, when he talks about signs, he's not talking about like a vinyl banner. <laughs> You're talking about like Disney. Uh, yeah. ride cue quality signage and, and artwork. Yeah, yeah, 3D sculpted, uh, all kinds of clay, foam, welding, all kinds of fun stuff. Where can people see your stuff, just so they get an idea it's, of the awesomeness that you do? Um, if they just go to the signinvitational.com mm -hmm. or um, that's the actual contest site. Like the sign invitational or just sign invitational? Yep. Nope. The signinvitational.com and um synergy sign okay or if you're fancy like andrew kolb it's the <laughs> sign invitation <laughs> or, yeah yeah or uh synergy sign.com is our actual business page nice yeah you you do yourself a favor and check out their stuff all right so you so you actually bring a, a wholly different perspective you uh were part of the organizer of this piece of the convention this year. So what's it like putting together um, a contest inside a convention that r required um, logistical things of like making sure everybody has enough space talk. And you're talking about signs. You're not talking about a couple of pieces of printed material. You're talking, you need lots of floor space and lots of uh, probably power and all that stuff. What's it like logistically um, setting up and, and, uh, and prepping a show well, the, like that. the nice thing is, is that we we partnered with a company called Multicam, and they're the company that makes our CNC router that we use to carve all of our stuff. So basically, nice. we were a show within a show in Multicam's booth, 
Um, now the reason we did, yeah. So the reason we did that was because okay. we had no idea if we were going to get any traction. I had this crazy idea. Wanted to invite a bunch of people to come to a sign show and it was a huge hit. So we just, we had a built-in audience by kind of tagging on the back of an existing booth, but our hopes were to get our own booth this year, but Multicam came to us at the end of the show and said, this is the best show we've ever had. We're going to get double the booth space. We're going to pay for everything. And we want you guys to invite twice as many people next year. Wow. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So, man, so there, there's a lot of lessons in that. Um, not that we always have to pull out a moral lesson, but when I hear you say that, it, 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 it harkens back to so many stories we've heard from people who are just like, I didn't know how it was going to work out, but just did it. And, you know, you you started off collaborating with, uh, you know, you go back to that credibility stuff that we talked about earlier. You just being involved with a Comic-Con or with uh, some of these like big convention shows gives you credibility. But you um, partnering with a, a collaboration of a, a company so um, weighty in that world um huge i mean that's yeah and it, right it, away and i mean you're just to be clear you're coming out of the like gate swinging just, i just called Montecam up and said hey i got this crazy idea let's do this we've been working with them for 10 years on things so mm-hmm. you know we we had a, a very good comfort level a great working relationship yeah. with them we are a demo shop for them like if people in ohio want to see their machines run they're allowed to bring them to our shop um so it wasn't just like i cold called somebody and like oh yeah bring all your stuff to our booth right yeah, that, that's I think that's smart. It's it's leveraging the relationships that you've been building. Um, there's so much to 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 be learned from from your experience. What would you tell people um, if they're interested in getting involved in um, uh, whether it's um, joining a show, being a part of a, a collaboration like that, or um, even getting into the sign making industry or whatever? What would you What would you tell some somebody who's yeah, listening the, to this uh, and like, oh, that sounds really interesting? That I want to maybe um, explore just to that. Preface this a little bit. I used to work for a display company. We set shows up. You know, so we would go in. We would take fifteen booths to a show. We'd set up all our customers' booths, and I'm talking big shows like where they take up like hundred thousand square feet. Really big shows. Yeah. Um, so yeah. we, when we did that, we figured out really quick that it was important to get in touch with, um, with installation companies that are in those locales and to build relationships with them. Because when those people work in those halls all the time, they will get things done for you that you would otherwise never get done. You know? Yeah. So like, it's like, for example, the sign invitation yeah. this year we had. That's yeah, that's huge. We it's all about position. They had a great relationship with a company that set their booth up and tore it down. Well, when we got done with the show, like you can wait up to twenty four hours for people to bring your crates out just so you can tear down. We had our stuff in forty five minutes, and you know, and then I just nice. you know I, I was so appreciative because we actually got to leave and oh, I had to spend time outside, yeah. outside the show hall after that. You know, we just went and and just threw a huge tip at the guy that was running the crew. It was like, listen, dude, you saved us so much money today getting this stuff out here. And he literally gave me his business card, his cell phone number. He's like, you're ever in yeah. Orlando again and you need anything, you call me. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. That That's, that's what it's all about. So, well, cool, man. Well, I'm glad that you popped in and, and chatted with us for a bit and gave us a, a wholly different perspective than, than I, 
I think I could say for the three of us that we knew we were going to get. And it's one that's really helpful. I mean, we were getting, if you're, if you're in the Slack or if you're in the, the, the blab uh, channel right now, you're seeing people like hashtag nuggets. Like this is good. Like you're, you're, you're dropping some, some serious wisdom. So uh, thanks for popping in and doing that. And of course, you know, we love you and uh, we'll <laughs> hopefully good, we'll get to embrace again sometime in the future. <laughs> All right. Later. See you, man. All right, dude. See you later. All right, so we have time for for one more guest um, to pop in before we need to to call it quits for the evening. Um, so there's somebody that I know who's in here who's just playing a little shy right now, but I'm thinking that Mr. Mr. Doc, uh, Mr. I am Redicus, needs to join us, and here he is. I was yeah, hoping, that's right. A little peer Gabe pressure never hurts anybody, right? After he got his shout uh, out this week's episode, but it's fine. Gab Gabba Bard Barletta. Yeah, uh, yeah he's gone he, now, so <laughs> Gab he had to go, so that's that's fine. But oh my I, gosh, has your beard gotten more Goodness gracious, it's so shapely. <laughs> oh that's right. Under Harridge. <laughs> oh that's ugh. I had that happened to me once. All right, so uh so uh, tell everybody who you are, what you do, and you ask you a um, then questions? we'll jump into some a couple little questions. <laughs> Soon, <laughs> well, no, you can, but like I, I want you to first tell. Me. <laughs> it can be a nice um, dialogue. That's fine, but first I, tell I people who you are, lived, and then uh, and then we'll go from the there. Blab. So that's why. You know, good radio. Yeah, good it's radio. Fine. <laughs> Um, yeah, my name's Doc. Uh, I go by the moniker I am Redicus, and I'm a illustrator, designer dude in North Carolina, um, Charlotte area. I've been All in right. North Carolina and since you're about you're relatively 87. new to the North Carolina area, right? Okay. Do you that's love Do you love the Charlotte area? So, yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> have you? <laughs> she's listening. She's <laughs> that's, she's listening. That's another one. <laughs> <laughs> we, we have a stowaway but she's got the other earbud and she's just laying like on your lap or something was that, that was really strange just pivoted the she's, camera down and there's the a head laughing we were watching Deadpool because we needed to pick me up <laughs> yeah nice have you found uh, that you found is the a toy store in Charlotte sure. that's right, like Patrick, go ahead. under the building yeah. beside the Great Clips? In all honesty, oh, it's we, there. we have been here as a family since the middle of May, and I think we have only had two weekends that we have actually been in Charlotte. Oh, oh that's no good. Yes. Oh, well, okay. this, they're just the people of the or world. Just, oh, so you're like global all products. about town. You're like <laughs> yeah, Japan that's what it's all and about. like... No, those are Charlotte. They're nomads. Okay. Charlotte, Charlotte. Nice, Luke. That was a good one, buddy. Uh, I, I, I applaud you for that. You nailed it. You got the. You got the one you needed. So, okay. So tell, um, tell us um, your, your convention experience. Sir, have you ever I been to not. a comic con or anything like that? I've uh, only, <laughs> no, I've only, I've only viewed them from, uh, no, like no. YouTube videos and Instagram things. It looked like it's an amazing experience. Uh, props to the cosplayers out there. That's uh, so, okay. So, you you are going to provide a, a different perspective, right, than the other people that we've had on. Um, 
your your perspective has kind of been from afar. What's your your take as a person who's never been but watches probably like all the recap videos and all these different things? What's your um, what's your take on what those experiences are like, and what do you feel like uh, you miss, like that you might miss out on, or that you're Man, the thing that you would look forward to most if you ever get to go to one? Good question. Holy cow! Um, I would feel like I'd be missing out on several things from several different angles sort of like what nate was talking about being a vendor um i have only been a vendor at like very very small like craft fair type things and it's all been local and actually that was part of the move to charlotte is to try to broaden my audience and see if i could connect with a larger you know community of people that would were interested Mm -hmm. in buying things people at the beach in wilmington either didn't have money or wanted to buy lighthouses and seashell paintings. Um, yeah. I didn't really do many of those. <laughs> so, um, yeah. but, um, as far as like looking at it, I, I wonder if, if it's sort of like the Super Bowl, like the people that go to the Super Bowl have a completely different experience from everyone that's watching at home. Like they're, they're watching the, you know, the sure. halftime show happen live and it's all, I would imagine it would have to be sort of an, an adrenaline uh, rush to be there and see it all unless you got like nosebleed seats. And then you're like, look at the flea circus down there with the fancy lights. Well, so I'm curious, Andrew and Luke, let me ask you this. Cause you went to SDCC last year. So I, so I'm True. sitting back here and I'm like looking at Instagram and I'm seeing, yeah. Oh, this person's releasing this exclusive, this exclusive's coming out. This thing's happening. Do you think you got just as much of that being there or do you think you were so into the like whatever the the path of booths you walked do you do you think you only saw that and you had blinders to everything else or do you still feel like you were as in the know as someone watching from like the 10,000 foot view Yeah go ahead Yeah uh you're pointing at me Luke, okay yeah cuz I have an answer to that so um I've actually been thinking about that a lot this this year because we're getting ready I mean we're what 12 days out and Man, we're, we're going back. Luke and I are going back and we're actually going to be there for the entire show. We'll be there for all four days um, this year. But um, the people, what we would end up doing is we would go home at the, at the end of the night and there would be, um, there would be like, we would catch up on our Instagram and be like, Oh, Seth Green was walking around right there. We were right there and we didn't know because yeah. there's He's you know 50,000 people and you can't see anything and everybody's in costume <laughs> and all those different things. True. So yeah. yeah, well that's true. He is short, but he does short he does mob. travel with an entourage. There's like 12 like, people so with him at every the at every aisles point. are so crowded but, that um, everybody could have an entourage and you would never know. Short I mean, like Carlos was saying, we, we <laughs> roll true. around in the morning. Everyone's just one big entourage. <laughs> in a but, um, you like, yeah, you, you do. You miss out. Entourage following you around. Just virtual. I want to I make it happen yeah. in real life. Yeah, <laughs> real life. Meet up where we just go <laughs> down. Luke is totally IRL, man. But the but yeah, you, no, you, you miss out on that, that piece so of it. Cool it's in real life. Wow. That's what IRL stands for. Come on. He played Wild um, since Vanilla. He knows what IRL is. Yeah, sorry. Well, I don't know why he looked like that. Because he was afraid that I wouldn't know what that means or something. I, like, I just picked it up some slang from some online forum, and then I just used it. Um, but thank you. See, it's all about education. But I would say, uh, yeah, you miss out on the, the piece of knowing what's going on. But – 
the the piece that you that the piece that you gain is is far greater than than what you miss out on i would say because the energy in the room is insane um and of course you're going to see things that people won't see yeah well, um, well you know, said. on on the insta face and all that stuff so um yeah for sure thank I like you it. um yeah insta face so okay one final question before we before we pop out of here um if you were going to cosplay uh as something what would it be oh, and um, how many dollars would you spend on putting it together? I would probably have to do it on the cheap, like get a bunch of saran wrap and spray paint it and then wrap myself in it. <laughs> and then be what? Uh, I'm trying to imagine what character world, looks like that. <laughs> for whatever reason, Leftover man. Thing that pops Andrew say on Monday head. morning. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm Andrew Sales alter ego. Mic drop. Food. Yeah, that's. I don't know what's wrong with that. It's perfectly fine. I don't. I don't go in the I'd office say, on Monday mornings. For whatever mornings. reason, the first character that popped to my head, it went Deadpool, and then to Blue Beetle from, from DC. Nice. Well, uh, Deadpool is. I don't know. Deadpool why. is obvious. So Blue it, Beetle. It's Blue Beetle. That's what it is. Then. Well, yeah, it, we were watching it right there. Yeah, so <laughs> that makes sense. Blue Beetle. I, you know what I'm picturing when you say that? I'm it's, picturing it's a the scrawny tick. version of the tick. It's a scrawny version. Do you remember the tick? tick? Yes. Yeah. So, okay. You know, right mind, so I'm. So yeah, you wrapping yourself up in saran wrap and then spray painting it blue. So in my mind, if I was thinking what would Doc cosplay, I was thinking Wyatt Earp. Is that a thing? Um, if there was a oh, Western yeah, cosplay, I would totally, I would totally oh, do thing. that. It just seems like that's. What if you just wore a, like an all an all brown leisure leisure suit yes. and went as Doc Brown? I get it. Oh, I get it. No, 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 no. Just like have all the doctor implements, <laughs> but like with a brown like scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> he was so offended he just left <laughs> he's like I don't like that Forget joke I'm leaving <laughs> oh oh, holy crap alright so here's the deal okay Sorry, he's calling back and we gotta get his digits before we head out of here doing. and it disconnected me cause I'm a moron no yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, it was perfect timing because I, I just assumed that you were offended by my joke, and you're like, "Forget this junk, <laughs> peace out." Well, tell everybody where they can find uh, you, can find and uh, they can see what you do and support your work before we uh, head on out of here. I, I think that's pretty much every social and uh, Etsy as well. I am Redicus or Redicus, sorry. Rock and roll. Well, hey, dude. As always, it was a pleasure chatting with you, and uh, we'll we'll hopefully talk again soon. And maybe someday you'll actually introduce us to your stowaway. Well, Julie, it was a pleasure having you on in like some weird, like uh, kind of background ambiance. Uh, It was glad (laughs) we were glad to have you on as a secondary guest with with Mr. Doc. (laughs) It's thumbs up doesn't really translate to. It's audio, but it's good. You know what? It's good. It's all good. Well, thanks for yeah. That's better. Yep, the AOK sign. (laughs) Uh, All right.
Oh, well, that just made it really sad. <laughs> thanks, guys. Thanks for really taking us out of dark hole. All right. All right. Look forward well, to uh, it. thanks for chatting with us. And uh, man, it was a good time. We'll talk again soon. Something, something thanks, dark man. hole. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> All right, so we, uh, man, that if you stuck with us for that whole episode, first of all, congratulations. Uh, Luke is going to send Luke your address, and he will mail you something special for just sticking through that one. Um, we know this one was a bit different. It was a lot of fun for us. Uh, it's going to be a lot more fun for you if you hop on the next time we do this, so uh, we'll make sure we push that out there. But uh, thanks for sticking with us. If you want to find... Um, we're, we have a, a great month lined up in terms of Comic-Con stuff. We're excited to go to the show. We've got some, uh, some stuff in the works, some people that we're talking to, some, uh, some companies that we're talking with. Um, and as soon as we confirm all that stuff and, and, uh, and have dates and stuff, man, we'll, we'll roll it out and tell you, but we are excited about what's coming up this month. Um, we, we're, I mean, Luke, what, it's like it's 12 days and then we're going to see each other. We're going to do more than that. We're going to, we're going to hug. Um, Yeah. Yeah, we'll also walk Coffee, around. Run a rental car. <laughs> That's what you meant. Um, but for now, <laughs> like a droid. Um, but for now, we uh, you can find us at mofonepodcast.com where you can find show notes and links to the stuff we talked about. If there was a guest who was on tonight, we will try to link all of their social stuff to it as well so you can find their stuff. Um, and, uh, man, it was, it was seriously, it was a blast. You can also join the conversation on our social media. Just search M of one podcast on Instagram, Twitter, LO and Facebook. Um, and then join our Slack channel. I know we talked about it a lot on this episode, just M of one podcast.com slash Slack. Uh, and you can be a part of this conversation every single day. It's a great time. Lots of people, um, on there. And, uh, we also have personal social media. Luke, what's yours? Luke Gall on Instagram and Twitter. Patrick, you've got one. The Great Pads be on Instagram. That's with two A's. And I'm at Andrew Sale with threes instead of E's. Guys, I know it's been a weird one, but it's been a good one. We're out of here. I'm Andrew. I'm Patrick. I'm Luke. Peace out. Bye. Hold on to your butts. We just got our badges for Comic-Con. And we're so excited we had to write a song. What will I see? Who will I meet? Will I get to take a selfie with Stanley? Or maybe I'll get my X-Men comic signed. But the one thing that I'm most excited for is to wait in line, wait in line. Most of the time we're gonna be in line. I don't care how bad it smells or that it's cramped. I love spending my money to pretend that I'm in a refugee camp. Also, I can get a distant view of something I can watch at home in 1080p on YouTube. I could save my money for a brand new car. I had a Super Bowl at night with my friends at a bar. I could have bought a trip to Disneyland. But who needs Space Mountain when you can just stand
years we have been waiting in line And soon that free walking dead shirt will be mine But when we got to the corner of the hall We found out that we weren't waiting in line at all Well, what do you want to do? I mean, I guess we could... Find a line, another line. Hey, look! There's a line that leads to more lines. So awesome.